Yeah, you find us, we breaking the tables, we tell getting breaking them tables, bro. Uh, you know the mafia dangerous, you see us, we breaking the tables, uh. We breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them, breaking them. You find us, we breaking the tables, we tell getting breaking them tables, bro. You know the mafia dangerous, you see us, we breaking the tables, We breaking them tables, we breaking them tables, we breaking them. Tables, we breaking them, breaking them. You know the mafia dangers. Put a hit out on your favorite team. Uh, Find step Diggs, he running the scene. Khalil Shakir, he doing his thing. Allen got weapons, shooting the bomb. Mafia mind, please don't step on my shoes. Game day ones, the white, the red, the blues. Hey man, breaking tables is traditional. Wishing the fish, look at my drip. Never cheating like Belichick is. Sean McDermott never telling the biz. Deion Dawkins, Mr. Brown, we got Mitch. Gabe Davis, toe tapping it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Breaking oh, Tables. No, oh. Our table is broken. Oh, yes. Table. That's what we do here at Tampanil. That is what we do, yes, sir. It's going to be a fun night. What's going on, Tampanil? What's going on, Bills Mafia? This is Breaking Tables. Tampanil, what's up, bud? Hey, what's going on, man? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday indeed, sir. It is game week, Bills versus Dolphins. And uh, you're watching Breaking Tables only on the Built in Buffalo Network. And this episode is brought to you by the new and improved straight out of Buffalo. Uh, cheers on your new store in Clearwater. Awesome. Uh, Tampa Neal, tonight's going to be absolutely epic. We've got a special guest tonight. Uh, I mean, this is like, well, how, what do you call like a female Don? Like she's like the Don of like the fan base of the uh the women of bill's mafia uh one person you do not want to make mad let's go ahead and get our special guests on uh everyone knows her as chris and kimmick the founder of bill's mafia babes oh How's you gotta get her in trouble don't say that <laughs> <laughs> oh epic epic what's going, what's going on how are you? hey guys how are you good hey so so what's new Guys, it has been a roller coaster of the week. Um, and definitely we're gonna talk about that. You know, we, we can't have a show without talking about how crazy this week has been um for everybody. Um, but before we do that, I do want to get our uh new I mean, unless you live on a rock, everybody knows you already, but we want to just kind of get to know you a little bit more uh here on the Breaking Tables podcast. Um Tell us where you're from and uh, walk us through the uh, Bills Mafia babes and what you had to do to get where you're at right now. Yeah, totally. So, um, born and, and raised your social security and your address and your maiden name. I'm, just, I'm joking. <laughs> I was going to say, like, how, how deep are we going here? No, um, I mean, let's, let's, keep, let's keep it 30 seconds. No, let's get it. No, talk as long as you want, but, you know, Tabby will make you cut it out. <laughs> I got you that. <laughs> I, just, I just really did that. Yeah, I know. Um, born and raised in Actually, going deeper than that, I was born and raised in Orchard Park, a couple miles from the stadium. So, even though I had a Kansas City Chiefs dad, he couldn't pull me away from the Bills. I mean, I was in school with both players' kids, and the vibe was there, right? So, um, that's that. Um, Bills Mafia babes. That was. Uh, it is ironic to be, you know, having this conversation right now, um, given what we've seen. But six and a half years ago, I just got kind of sick of um, misogyny, the belittling, the judgment for being, you know, a diehard Bills fan, but being a female. Um, and I just kind of had enough of it after, you know, one last, like, really especially nasty altercation that I had and just, you know, I, I was over it. So Anyways, I went on to Facebook um, and you can do like a locked community on Facebook, like a locked Facebook group. And I created one and I just, you know, off the top of my head, called it the Bills Mafia Babes. I didn't think it was going to be anything. I didn't expect for it to be anything. I just wanted a, a space where I could talk to just women um, about football and not have to deal with that judgment. <clears throat> so I put like 25 women in this group, right? And we, we hung out in there for a while. Um, you know, for about a month or so, and we would just talk football in there and it was really great. And then, um, it kind of transitioned to some of the women were like, Hey, can we add some more of our friends in here? And I was like, yeah, go for it. As long as they're not dudes, like bring them on in. 
So, I mean, over the last six years, it, it really just organically grew itself. And now we're at like 25,000 female Bills fans. So, Sweet. I mean, it, it just proved to me that it wasn't that was dealing with that, right? Like it was a bunch of women that were just felt like they were stranded on their own little islands. Um, and now we're all hanging out together and, you know, we just kind of talk football in there and, and make new friends. And, you know, I've got friends that, you know, I'm going to go to their weddings, things like that. Nice. nice. Yeah. It's like, it, it's gotten some really, really, really cool traction over the years. So we um, made a nonprofit with it too, because obviously Bill's mafia charity, like it, it just yeah. organically happens there too. And there was just, I wanted to be a little bit more organized rather than just constant GoFundMes and things going through the group in case, you know, you never want to get audited on something like that and not be able to prove where the money is going. So sure, sure. anyways, created a nonprofit um, about a year and a half ago called the Mafia Babes. Um, and it's, so it's just kind of another sector of that community where that way we now work with a different player every month. So like this month, we're working with Taiwan Jones. And what we do is we go to that player and we're like, hey, you know, if you have like a foundation, um, we're going to bring a lot of awareness to that. And we're going to do fundraising to push money into it for the next 30 days. Um, so like this nice. month, we, we're working with Taiwan and he's really passionate about um, a group called the Candles in the Sun. Um, and they work kind of with, you know, poverty children in Buffalo to make sure that they get opportunities that they may not normally be able to get. So um, we're working with them this month and, you know, we're dialing up for next month. We partner with you know, resurgence and 26 shirts and stuff like that to try and raise that money um, to help those, those organizations out because they really need it. That's awesome. That is Very so cool. cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm over here trying like, how can I make the world better? Oh, I know how by yelling at cars and traffic and telling them how to drive. That's me. You are another level, ma'am. So that is awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that that's cool. It's, it's good to be, you know, to show your, your love, get everyone together with the same kind of mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's cool. It's, it's, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I'm sure everybody hears that phrase. It's not work if you don't love doing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, thank you. Thank you for being an inspiration to, to many people and help uh, educating people and, you know, uh, working with other fun, uh, uh, fun foundations, excuse me, foundations, uh, and just really helping the community. So that's cool. That's badass. I got nothing to happen. What do you got? Oh, I think that's awesome. I mean, just the way you do with the stuff with the players, where the players are willing to do it with you, which is even cooler. So yeah. Thanks guys. Congrats. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> now the question everybody wants to know though, are you like superstitious or just like a little bit, you know, like weird stuff like Tapanil, you know, we have this episode part where we always talk about Tapanil's superstitious uh, station. Uh, and it usually involves like wearing the same underwear, like weeks at a time. So <laughs> you, know, you don't have to get that weird if you don't want to, it's fine, but uh, we'd like it's to weird if it doesn't work. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I would say I'm more of like a Michael Scott with this one. Like I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious, you know, <laughs> like um, I won't wear the same Jersey twice in a row to two different games, like just mm. weird things like that. But it's not like I'm wearing the same pair of underwear to every game. Right. Cause who does, you know, that? who does that? I don't know. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. All right. Let's get down to the viewers guys. Thanks for tuning in and commenting. Uh, Z she's up there. Oh my goodness. It is going to be cold. Uh, and it's actually going to snow. I heard Did you guys see that snow band that's coming in the, this weekend. Yep. I cannot. Less than a foot. That ain't shit. Did you see like the latest one though? It kind of looks like it's a, an omen. Let me do it and just share that really quick. Look at that. Does that not look like a buffalo to you? Anybody? It does. It totally does. Anybody? Awesome. Do you see that? Do you see that? Like, what is buffalo all the way? Bills by a billion. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. That, that's Football the weatherman gods. sitting there being like coloring it in and shit. I know. I know. He's like, oh, this looks nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm wrong half the time anyway, so I might as well make it look good. <laughs> the storm that had a buffalo in it too it's just like a constant rolling theme for us you know yeah that's epic that's absolutely epic and uh ryan hickman uh buffaloautographs.com 37 fucking degrees all right we uh we did start swearing and it's only been 948 in the show nice way to get way to be a bad influence there viewer <laughs> where's my section 125 go say hi larry palmy in the house what up brother Hey Larry. Tampa, do you remember that uh that cookout that he had in the summer? Well, remember those little, little tiny like little bacon rolls that we made? And well, apparently, like somebody put them in the oven inside the house and like left them there. And 
he just noticed it like a couple of weeks ago that somebody did that. And he's like, look what you did. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no, I was cooking outside while everybody was inside cooking. So awesome. that was funny. And you, you know, OCD is, that's awesome. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I might as well just go ahead and get into it here. Um, so over the weekend, all right, let's get to the big news. Let's get to the big news first. Guys, everybody, uh, Beasley's back in town. Can we, are we are we all are we all agreeing here that that's pretty epic right there? Uh, what do you think, Kimmick? What's your what's your thoughts on bees coming back? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, and you know, I I think even prior to hearing that, in some parts, really sad um, press conference that he did. But I mean, he was super genuine on that press conference, and any doubts that I had about him from prior and things that he said prior, I mean, that just went out the window. But even before that, like, I'll be honest, during the season. I'm like, drop the drama. I don't care. All I care about is winning football games and getting a ring. You know, when is a win? like when is a win? We needed him. We needed him in the slot. And like, I don't, I don't care what your your political stances are or anything like that during the during the season. Like, we can drop that. You know, um, that you know, even with his maybe not so graceful exit from Buffalo, I don't care. Like, come on, come on back. We need you. <laughs> come on back. back. We need you. you know? yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Isaiah is just not doing it. And he's the one that was recruiting him. Isaiah's like, wait I a minute. I probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, just I taking know. my job. <laughs> <laughs> and there I am back on the practice squad. What the? F- Tampanio, how about your thoughts, bro? Man, I'll tell you one thing. You know I'm excited about this. But you know who is the most excited about this? Beasley's excited for shit's sake. He can finally wear his jersey again. I'm surprised he hasn't eaten it yet. Oh, oh, he's he's worn the thing plenty of times regardless. For those who don't know, this is my dog, and his name is actually Beasley. He's so cute. How old is he? uh, He is just a little more more than a year old. So, yeah, he was completely named after Beasley. My my neighbors at one point did start calling him Diggs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my best friends bought a dog right when we got Kiko Alonso, or I'm sorry, like maybe you know three months into us having Kiko Alonso, and then we traded him like for, uh, for McCoy, you know. So we named yeah. the dog Kiko, and then like you know right after that, the, it's like, oh man, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You should have like been like, uh, you should name him like Doug Whaley and just have him get get out of there a lot faster. <laughs> We called him Shady for a while, and he kept getting mad because then the dog was confused on what its real name was. You know, <laughs> Mike Ron- also has a dog named Kiko. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. uh, see you. Hey. What, what were your thoughts on uh, Beasley coming back? I love it. I, we we talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's like, man, he is he is what the doctor ordered right now. Team is banged up. We're not playing like we were supposed to play, according to the experts out there in the field you know us us little lowly commoners have our own agenda on that right commoners <laughs> <laughs> but no i'm happy he's back uh just like what uh kristen said absolutely hit the head uh nail on the head where we talk about how uh, you know beasley outside of football go go live your life bro i you know it's if it's not gonna affect me and my family directly whatever it is what it is it's none of my business go live your life on the field, your soul is mine. Don't you mess up. Don't you mess up. Don't you drop a catch or else you'll be getting the Isaiah McKenzie treatment. Right. My thoughts. On that yeah. one. In other news, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and address the elf in the room. There's been some comments out there regarding some journalists. If that's what you want to call this such person. Uh, went on another uh, brand's podcast and was talking. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, before you get into that, let's no, prefix, we're not. prefix it. So there was a journalist that was talking to Alan, didn't quite ask him a question, just made a dumb ass statement to him. And Alan responded in an absolutely perfect way by just saying, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and now Kim thought, felt the exact way I feel like the majority of Ex-journalist, sorry, you're right. Ex-journalist, correct. Thank you. And made the comment of, hey, you're a, what was it? You're like a hack job. I mean, everybody thinks Jerry Sullivan's a hack job because he is. He always has been. Trash Muppet. Yeah, Uh, what was it? I called him a trash Muppet. Trash Muppet, okay. Trash Muppet, that is brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) Now, 
there were there was many many comments <laughs> on his shit, and everybody. I mean, it wasn't just Kim's. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> I don't know if it was random that they pulled yours out, or if they mm-hmm. actually knew who you were. Kim, take the floor. Yeah, I guess yeah. crazy. It was absolutely crazy on to add what Tapanil was saying, and it just it, I blew up. It blew up. I woke up on Twitter one morning going, "What is going on with everybody? Everybody's a little active today." And uh, here we are, and you know, you get what? So we'll talk. You talk to us about the situation because we have no absolutely like like to, to talk about this. You know, I mean, I don't. I, I don't think that that was a direct shot at me. I think that I mean, because really, the one that that they brought up during that um, podcast was actually coming from a girl named Amy, um, and she had said something along the lines like when she wrote into their podcast about, um, you know, I I thought the idea was to get views and not lose them about Jerry being on there, and that's when he went off on the tirade about you know women fans are the worst and we want to be cheerleaders and everything else. But I mean, I, I think just from watching Jerry kind of get more curmudgeonly over the last, like, I feel like five to six years, he's he's gone from being like critical to like a real, a real jerk is like a media, <laughs> you know, I guess a mediocre way of putting it. But I've noticed something about him in that time where it just literally feels like he can't take the heat, like he can dish it out, but he can't take it. Um, whenever somebody is on like the other side of an opinion from him, he doesn't like them. If a player doesn't want to talk to him, he doesn't like them. I mean, that man's got like a laundry list, right. Of players that despised him over the years. And that started way back with like Bruce Smith, Cornelius Bennett. He had Marshawn Lynch in there. Didn't like him. Then we obviously all know about like Jordan and Poyer or Poyer and Hyde walking off of like a press conference because of him. We've got, you know, Josh Allen giving him one word answers. Like, this is no, this is no surprise in a way that this was kind of be, who he was behind the scenes. But that being said, like I feel like it sucked hearing what he had to say, and mainly personally for me, it sucked because um, Jerry Sullivan, whether I, I liked his his work or not. He was still like a household name in Buffalo and being born and raised here. I mean, it was like, even you go back like 20 years ago, right? We didn't have, we didn't have, you know, tons of podcasts and blogs and things like that at our fingertips to choose from to, to get this content. You were either watching like the six o'clock news, you're reading, you're listening to the radio or you're reading Jerry Sullivan's column in the Buffalo news. And that's how you got your stuff. And it was like, you know, I remember reading his column growing up, like probably, I don't know, started doing that in like middle school, high school. And to hear him come out the rafters and say something like that, even if I, he wasn't my favorite reporter, it was still just like such a gut punch. Like you've got this massive platform. You've been on, you're on Channel 4, the Niagara Gazette, you're on the Buffalo News, you're, you're well known. And you could do good things with that platform, but instead you choose to alienate half of the fan base. And I mean, I actually saw a stat yesterday that 47% of this fan base are women. So you just lost 40% of this fan base, which is also why I don't think, I think that's the end of Jerry. I really think that's the end of Jerry. He's not coming back. You can't lose 50% of the fan base because your job is to get people to read and listen to your things. Who's going to employ a man and who would want to put him in a room with other female reporters besides that? You know, so there's just there's so many layers to this one, but it was an absolute gut punch hearing him say that because again, it was just kind of reinforcing something that not only myself but female, you know, journalists, reporters, um, you know, media women, content creators, female fans. Like that was a gut punch to every single one of us because it's just reinforcing the fact that this like misogynistic ideology is still out there no matter what we try and do to make it go away. You know. To hear it get blasted on that type of platform, it sucked. It really did. Uh, well, I don't know. What are your is, thoughts on this? Well, luckily, he is no longer going to be reporting anywhere, mm-hmm. especially especially on Buffalo. Somebody might pick him up in another location or whatever. They may not care, but yeah, he's mm-hmm. not he's not going to be doing any more Bills games. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing: I would have loved to have um, seen at the beginning <laughs> at the beginning of Josh Allen's press conference on Wednesday. I mean, Josh is way too nice of a guy to do this, but I would love to have him just come on and be like, oh, 
So where's Jerry? <laughs> oh, oh, that would be surreal. And uh, I mean, he is, but he, but he is. He's too nice of a guy to do something like that. But that would have been amazing. Yeah. You know, it it definitely. You know, you you can't come back from that. You're you're absolutely correct. You, no. you can't you can't come back from that. And um, it's just you know, like for example, Tampa Neil and myself, we say stupid shit all the time. You know, all the time. But you know, we're we're a bunch of jokesters, but we don't say like stuff that we detrimental, knowing very well that you know, would my wife be mad at me? You know, would would Tampa's Tampa Neil's wife be mad at him? Would would Tampa Neil's daughters, you know, look up to him if he had that same kind of you know, you know, that similarity to what was said? And um I I, I think it was fallen. I'm glad he's gone and we can move on because uh, we're playing the dolphins this week and we already moved on from him. Uh, he's like a snowstorm, just gotta deal with yeah. it for for you know a couple of days and next thing you know it's it's spring and here we are playing the dolphins so <laughs> uh but <laughs> before we get into this game really quick mm-hmm. do you do you go so you go to a bunch of games right you yeah. a lot of games don't you yeah i'm sorry yeah chris yeah so i'm actually um this season this was a bucket list thing that i saved for years to do i'm actually going to every single game this season like both home nice. and away so <clears throat> yeah i've been to all of them up to this point and does somehow to <laughs> for the the Browns game. Um, I feel like we just keep getting curveball after curveball this season of trying to stick with it. But, but yeah, I've been to all of them this year. Yeah, so you I went see. to the casa or the castle that Larry rented in Detroit. Right? Literal castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah, looked I, absolutely I, I, epic. That looked absolutely like what Larry just like Larry's like, oh hello. I'm I'm, I'm thinking Buckingham Palace. Like, oh look, he's in the UK. No, it's that's a Detroit, Detroit game. Yeah. Yeah, right? Detroit. I didn't even know that buildings like that existed in Detroit, you know. Right? I'm picturing like stereotypical like rundown houses and bullet holes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you guys, yeah, that's cool. Like yeah, yeah, Kid was- Rock was the right created Kid Rock's mansion, no, or something. It partially belonged to Kid Brock at one point, but it definitely belonged to uh, Bob Seger's saxman for a long time. So four story. I mean, there was like a, there was this thing that like you went up to the top floor and it looked like spaceship buttons. There was three of them and it said like open, close and stop, you know? So like you press the open button, the green one, and you look up and the ceiling just starts to lift up and there's a staircase and you go up the staircase and you're on the roof on this like glass, like, Outlook platform overlooking like the lake. It was just stunning. The entire thing was stunning. There was 10 bathrooms for five bedrooms. That was the only thing we couldn't figure out. But <laughs> that is that is cool. I'm sure a lot of alcohol was drank yeah. from the entire, especially the rooftop boozing. Oh, us, us Western New Yorkers, we love that rooftop boozing for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I was up there after the game, like screaming big dubs that like with my whole <laughs> hear it, like echo around the bay. <laughs> uh, epic. Oh, well, um, here we are to reality. We play the Dolphins, Buffalo, New York. By the way, this is the Buffalo, New York, uh, Bill's backers uh, chapter president chapter presidents uh our, our women and uh they sent that shirt to us love the shirt but we're playing them this week how cold is it supposed to get down there this weekend i'm sorry up there we live down south tapanil lives in alabama i uh live down here in fort lauderdale tapanil's <laughs> in alabama <laughs> um i heard it's supposed to be like 30 degrees and one to two feet of snow sweet that's yeah. two feet. oh we were gonna go to i'm just gonna put Man. my jacket on because i'm cold i'll tell you one thing it. no i'm not doing it, it, it'd be funnier if they chose to use like white uniforms <laughs> oh, <laughs> no right surprised yeah. they didn't uh yeah. wearing a santa hat this is gonna be me, like me like that kid from toy story but without the maybe maybe i'll wear thermals can't put my arms down yeah <laughs> Uh, all right, now I'm burning up because these uh, studio lights are killing me. But <laughs> here we are playing the Dolphins. This is this 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 is this is gonna be a game because this is this is a huge game. Everybody, we cannot afford to lose anymore. If we're gonna continue that number one seed, and we cannot lose to the Dolphins again. They shouldn't have lost the. We shouldn't have lost the first game. I mean, we lost, guys. We there was a butt punt. Okay. We lost to a team that did a butt punt. We lost that game. So now they're coming to our house. You know, we're, we're talking about that weather. What is your thoughts on the weather? And do you think the weather is a factor in a football game? Kimmy. 
Oh, um, <laughs> you're always, you're always the first person. Sorry, just okay. ignore <laughs> Trapanil and myself sometimes. I just didn't want to like be cutting people off, you know. <laughs> I I do think in a way, yeah, it can be. I mean, like look at last week, right? It was like 40 degrees and raining, but I also think that it's tougher to catch balls in the rain than it is the snow. I mean, I agree. It's really, you know, the snow's not going to stick to it and slick it down like a pig. So, I um. I think that it will be, I mean, it's, it, but it's more so going to be the cold rather than the snow itself, right? Like we need to make sure that they keep, they keep warm, that their muscles are staying loosened up, things like that. Um, I actually had a conversation and this was like an interesting pet tidbit that I learned recently. Um, I had a conversation with Cam Lewis about those, uh, those big like jacket things that they wear on the sidelines. He told me that they're not actually that warm. He said that they're more like a windbreaker material. And I said, well, how do they keep you warm? And he just kind of shrugged. He goes, they give us hot chocolate and chicken broth. <laughs> you know, I was so like, so every five minutes, drink chicken broth. <laughs> 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 ah so that's the secret thank you for letting everyone know now some random dolphins fans will be like they're drinking chicken broth all we have to do is make sure they don't get that delivery of chicken broth <laughs> exactly right oh you gotta ruin christmas <laughs> um so in in oh sorry thank you my bartender so <laughs> that's first class service I know, right? I, next time I'm gonna get a bell. No, that's too much. Hi, Trish. <laughs> get a bell? Like one of these? Yes, I need to get that bell, Tavanil. <laughs> that's that's funny. That uh, so we when we played the Dolphins down here in the scorching sun and it was hot. I was on the shady side uh this year because I knew it was gonna be a hot day. Ugh. And uh in the sun, <laughs> I feel bad for the poor soul because it was hot. I was hot in the shade. It was a lot hotter in the sun. Now you're playing a Buffalo. There's going to be snow. Are we going to do the right thing and make sure that they're warm? Or are we going to do the same exact thing they did to us and like make them sit on iced out bleachers and dig their own little snow out? And we'll put we're fans. Gonna the, we're going to get the cool zone things. A misting, and, uh, a misting sure system. Yeah, yeah, right. Huge warehouse fans just blowing in their direction. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, I'm sorry. I hope when they plow the snow off of the field, they just plow it onto their bench so that there's actually not a bench there. I hope it's just a snow pile that they have to sit in. I I mean, because I was in that Miami game and see, I had a little bit of both. I was in the end zone. So you know how it's like that perfect split right down the center? I was dead set between the upright zone and bigger trunk. Like the very beginning of the game, I was in the... I think I was in the I was in the sun in the beginning of the game, and then as the sun started to move, then I finally got into the shade. So it was like I kind of had the both of those, but I mean I sat there roasting, roasting for the first half, half of that game, and it was no joke. It's one thing to, for people to be like, "Yeah, it was 100, 120 degrees." It definitely was, but it was the humidity that just kills you. Like you felt like you couldn't breathe. You know, it was brutal. So like, yeah, I'm a little salty about it. And I hope that, you know, their heaters just roll out and maybe only half of them work and they sit in a snow pile. We give them a bunch of heaters, but they're all like European plugs where, you know, like there's like four of them. Like, no, they're heaters. Oh, well, the European outlets. Sorry. Me excuse me. You know, so, and then you got McDaniel wearing that shirt, whatever he wore to practice today about like wish it was colder or yeah, something. Right. Yeah, you know what? Oh, Get billboard, ready. billboard material, material. I guarantee it. <laughs> I know. Northtown's better, better put that one up on the 30 or on the 190. That needs yeah. to go. <laughs> but in a SpongeBob, like a SpongeBob, one of those SpongeBob memes where he's like, like yeah. this, but he's wearing that shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, Kristen, for that Miami game, I was sitting like parallel of the end zone in the lower level, mm-hmm. and I didn't get the sun until the fourth quarter. Mm. And when that came and hit me, it was like, fuck. It was bad. It was hot, and it was ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. That That's was on bullshit. top of drinking since, like, what time did we get to the gas station, Neil? Seven the in the morning? Before. Six, <laughs> right? Might as well. <laughs> I mean, we were we were drinking nonstop the day before. Oof, at the at the party, oh, yeah. uh, at the elbow room. Bills backers Miami had that party at the elbow room. Oh God, that's kind of time travel. 
That was insane. Did, did you? So you, you went? Were you there? Where like we we stopped the traffic uh, on US one, and we broke. We we're trying to break the table in the middle of the tra traffic. I don't know if I was there. I mean, I was there, and it was absolutely packed, like shoulder to shoulder, wall to wall, like people out like halfway into the street, sort of thing. But I don't know if I saw the table. Oh, uh, that was a little so, earlier. I think it was right after the buses came rolling through. Okay, I just missed yeah. the buses. Like, I just missed those. So I was waiting for one of my friends. She flew into Miami instead of Fort Lauderdale. So I nice. had to go back. Yeah. So so this far apart on a map, folks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but driving-wise, is like two hours. Yeah, right? That's that's without traffic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I missed the the drive by thing because I was coming back from Miami from picking her up, but um, we made it there eventually. And as soon as I walked in, it was like I almost did like a U turn and walked back out, went down the bar, a couple bars down for a little bit because I was like, this is this is a lot. I yeah, actually good luck to trying to get a drink. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, need, I need to be way more drunk to be in here. Yeah, yeah, right. That's not when you can walk into that type of party sober. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Could have been could have been smart and just like have a cooler full of beer and no a vendor <laughs> straight, straight out of Buffalo and like, Hey, listen, I'm going to leave my cooler here outside of this bar. Don't touch that, it. That's what you did, huh? Oh, I can't get to the bar. I might as well. No, I neither <laughs> deny or confirm that Tampa Neil back me up here. I definitely did not do that because I got invited upstairs. Upstairs cool. was a lot of fun. That's for sure. All right. Back to this winter wonderland snowball game that we're going to be playing against the Dolphins. Uh, we're all banged up. Dolphins are banged up. At least our secondary is banged up. And here yeah, we yeah. are. We got bees coming in. Bees look sharp. We all saw him. Come on. You all saw that video of him just like shredding up the uh, practice squad without pads. Look good to me. Spiked Arnold Palmer is her drink yeah. of choice. Thank you, Jared. Nice Listen, Jared. every once in a while, like when we throw tailgates, it's like people just leave like hundreds of beers around. So I bring them back. I put them in a tote. So I can take them out and like give them out at other tailgates. And um, somebody left these and I tried one. These are so good. They're so good. They taste literally just like lemonade and iced tea. Oh, sounds dangerous. Yeah, sound, that doesn't sound, <laughs> I mean, it sounds good, but it doesn't sounds sound great, good. <laughs> sounds like a time travel. Uh, yeah, it might be. <laughs> here we go. Lance Nelson, uh, B.I.B., baby. Be uh, Bill and Buffalo in the house. Where's the good tailgate to hit on Saturday? Where you met us? You can go to Neil's. Right across the street, you've got uh, the girls, uh, Bills backers, Buffalo, New York, Bills backers, uh, the ladies over there with the Shotskis. Remember that, Tapanil? Oh, yeah. Uh, sort of. <laughs> yes, right answer. Because I don't remember that either. But the pictures I saw looked epic. Yes, I'm almost down at that, um, the Pinto tailgate with, uh, with Kenny, the ketchup and mustard guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's not doing it for the rest of the season, which I mean, I don't blame him for. Can you imagine getting showered in ketchup and mustard in 30 degree weather, you know, and then having to like shower and go like sort of like that damp after shower into a freezing game? Like, I don't blame him. But um, yeah, I'm always down there. It's literally always just like a visual circus. It's kind of like you've got all the crazy whatever. You've got people doing bowling ball shots. It's just, it's wild. So that's question. a good question. Uh, question. question. I'm going to, I'm going to go out and get into this one. All right. Listen, I, I love, I love, absolutely love, absolutely love the bills culture. I mean, we <laughs> bills bills is the Buffalo bills are more than the football field. We are a community. Uh, we are, you know, we're just outlandish fans who just love watching our team. Cause we are deeply invested, whether, you know, you, you get a bunch of uh, uh, just the, the, the whole like women's society, for example, like what you did and you've got, you know, people with good sense of humor is that like us, you know, kind of just every, every kind of uh, option out there that everybody has. Uh, I forget where I was going with this, this, this alcohol my wife made is actually really, I'm like, it tastes nothing but vodka. <laughs> Thank you, babe. It's, that's all I'm thinking about when I'm trying to like, what am I going to say next? All right, Tampa Neal, let me save my ass here. <laughs> I don't know where the hell you were going. I forgot with what that. I was talking I'm about. Like, He's on a roll. Just let him go. It sounded good. All right. Well, I'll come <laughs> back to that one. <laughs> uh, oh, it was, no, I, I lost it again. <laughs> you're talking about the Pinto tailgate. You said it's culture. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's we, we, it's just we've, fun. we've got some good videos of uh, Epic B doing some bowling ball shots. No, we were over so there for we, the home we, opener. 
we went over there and there was this lady right across this, the, the little thing from the bowling ball shot, which we we're like, we we're going to do a little, just walk through. We're going to experience it. We're going to be a, you know, a true bills fan. You can't, you're not, that's like, you're like your Mecca. Like, you have to do that. Apparently yeah, yeah. if you're not a bills fan, whatever. There's this lady. Yeah. We yeah, we know Kenny. <laughs> we, we saw this lady with like these like jello shots and I'm over here like, like, like this trying to like, you know, and you're supposed to inject it in oh, your mouth. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't budging. So I was like, you know, like this is, this looks so weird. People watching. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And, and it's like one of those syringes that you had to press. Well, apparently there was like a plastic cap on it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know that. And then I, I was like, no, you're not going to defeat me. And I just slammed it like this in my mouth. And like the plastic cap came back, so like hit me in the back of the throat. Tampa Neal or Jennifer, his wife took a photo at the, like the most like opportune time looks so weird um so i almost choked on doing jello shots there then we go across the street to the bowling ball and i was like all right we got to do this i'm not a fan of what they have in there though i'm not a fan that just just doesn't doesn't taste right doesn't taste right what are your thoughts on the bowling ball that's awesome i love the concept that is cool i just i'm not a fan of what we're drinking though so first of all i have to tell you that that the syringe shot that you did story you just told me I just did the exact same thing. <laughs> I, I told you it was normal, Tampanil. I go, we should probably tell her to remove the cap. I was like, I was like, tell me he did what I did. I did that on Sunday. And like I was trying, I was trying to finally like one of my friends that like saw me trying just like stuck her hand over and pulled the cap off. And I just looked at her. I was like, don't say anything. Like, just oh, like, well, at least you didn't choke or almost choke on it like I did. Yeah, and, I don't know, and, but and I, then, I was trying to get it to work for like a solid minute. So like, <laughs> well, at least but, you don't uh, have friends like Tampa Neal and Jennifer that would take the picture at just an opportune time after I'm choking on a plastic, and he's got it. <laughs> oh my god! We had kind of a caption contest when we put this thing up. It was pretty. Oh, uh, it was. It was very entertaining. <laughs> The comments were just absolutely just insane. Just insane. That's, yeah, uh, that's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> Yo, that um that bowling ball shot, that's called I think it's called Krupnik. It's like some kind of Polish something. Like a, it's like a Polish liqueur or something. It kind of tastes like cherry. <laughs> <laughs> bossy, bossy Chrissy card. goes, that needs to be your Christmas card. Oh my <laughs> Patricia, no, she's like, oh hell no! <laughs> oh my god, that is that is awesome. That is so cool. Oh <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so the tailgates are absolutely. That's what, what I mean by well, you mm-hmm. know, we are more than football. Um, we're a community, and the people that will leave, they always want to come back. Here we got John Brown Beasley back again. I mean, we, we're getting the band. They, they call it the band back together, right? <laughs> that's gonna be pretty epic to have those guys come back. Diggs is kind of like, this is kind of cool. You know, these are the guys that started with Josh. Then I join on and Brown's like, all right, I'm out. And he didn't do anything. So now he's back. He's like, they want people leave and they want to come back to Buffalo. It's the greatest city in the world. Yeah. We got a lot of them back this year. I mean, we got obviously Brown and, um, and bees, but we got Dean Marlowe. Phillips. Phillips, Yeah. I thought there was one more, but yeah, uh, we got a lot well, of them Dean Marlowe back. came back on a trade. Yeah, I was happy for oh. him. I really yeah. wish we had Gabe Davis back. Well, back to mm. how he was playing last year. <laughs> no, not getting yeah. into that. Mm-hmm. All right. well, well, I mean, did you hear Brandon Bean's press conference about that? He kind of said what I thought. I mean, he was talking about uh, how Gabe Davis's ankle has been a little messed up since – that injury he had early in the year. And I don't think it's healed right. And that's why mm-hmm. you're not seeing those sideline amazing catches that you saw the last two years from him. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that that gets right before the playoffs. Yeah. Am I, am I allowed to say it could also be Josh not making the right decisions? What are your thoughts on Josh right now going into the season? You know, you could throw away that whole bullshit cheerleader thing. Cause I know you're highly intelligent, well, I want to hear what your thoughts and your analysis on Josh Allen. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I am. Um, I honestly can't figure out what's been up with him lately. I, 
I think he's in his head about something. Um, and I actually, the, the biggest tip off on that was he was on, I mean, obviously we saw that he had some really, really off games. He just didn't look like Josh Allen anymore. And it was kind of like, where did he go? And obviously, you know, there's the elbow thing and everything else, but it was like, I mean, where did these interceptions come from? Um, he just didn't look as confident in the pocket as he normally has over the last two years, you know, but he was doing a show that Kyle Brandt's basement. Um, Mm -hmm. and he said something on Kyle Brandt's basement that kind of like set the light bulb off for me. And it was that he was talking about that pass that he did, um, where he did the crossbody and he was like maybe three inches out from him, you know, inbound to get it to Gabe Davis in the end zone out of three defenders. And, um, he was talking about that one. <clears throat> and he said something to Kyle Brandt, like, you know, he goes, that was one of those ones where it left my hand and it was like, please be right. Please don't be another interception. Ooh. Please don't be another interception. And I was like, and there it is. There it is. He's in his mind. Like he was almost being like more reserved these last few games because of those interceptions. And he's gotten into his head about it a little bit. But I think this last game, I think, you know, the the Patriots game, especially, this last Jets game, I think that that started to boost his confidence a little bit more, but I think the Patriots game was really what we needed to kind of light that fire back underneath him and give him some of that confidence back. But I still don't really understand. Maybe it was the elbow that started to get him to lose that, but there was definitely like a little bit of a, a blurp of like a, a little blip of like confidence loss there for a little while. And that was just kind of not really on brand for him, you know? There we go. Uh, Lisa goes. He's afraid to fail. Everyone. Yeah, he's a he's a high, he's a competitor. Mm-hmm. He he is an absolute competitor. Um, but we're running. I I I gotta. I probably should check out other podcasts. I have this thing where I don't listen to other podcasts because I don't want to sound re- regurgitated. I want to sound unregurgitated. Um. So Tapanil, you're supposed to do the research on that. You should have told me that one because I would have posted that. Just I did watch that as well. So I, what are your thoughts on it then? Uh, I mean, I heard exactly what um, what Kristen said with, with Kyle Brandt, and I kind of had a similar thought. I mean, that just happened on Monday, so it was kind of it's been a crazy year. week. It's been a crazy it's week. Been, it's been a crazy <laughs> week. I agree. Beasley, turd burglar, you know, <laughs> just Dolphins week, you know, the drama. Just come on. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think that's he is a little bit in, in his head. I think a combination of the offensive line has been dreadful this year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like the offensive line can't get out of its own way. It's, it's, I mean, I, I don't care what, how, how great of a quarterback you are. If you're running for your life, every single play, mm-hmm. it's tough to be successful. It really is. Yeah. You, and, and when you start throwing him rolling out and doing all this crazy stuff, when he's doing that every single play and then he makes those mistakes, he's like, well, fuck, what do I got to do? Like, I feel like that just starts to hit you mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And not oh, to yeah. mention, I don't know what has been going on with our some of our receivers. Like, they've had stone hands all year. Absolute terribleness. So we were right about the sacks last game. I think we need a score prediction, uh, not score prediction, a a stat uh, prediction uh, on drop catches because it is a theme. I'm hopeful that it's zero. But if they throw it to Isaiah McKenzie twice, it's probably going to be dropped twice. Just saying. Hmm. But we got bees back down. That's why we started the whole third and Cole because he was just that reliable guy and we're building Josh's confidence back. And uh, O-line or not, that's fine. Cam Newton still knew how to win when, you know, he was running. Uh, he did good for a couple of years, which I don't want to say, I don't want to turn Josh Allen to a Cam Newton because Cam Newton's garbage now after X amount of years. Um, I want him to see him turn into like the, you know, the, the Steve Young's, the Dan Marino's like legendary quarterbacks, uh, uh, the Jim Kelly's uh, of this generation and make us forget about Tom Brady. If he ever retires, which I don't even think he's human. Hey Tom Brady. Do you hate Tom Brady? Oh Listen. yeah. He'll be out there with a walker at some point. Like he's just never gonna give it up. He's I mean, he was literally he has a walker. Keep playing, and he said, I'm gonna keep playing. Like, I mean, he's just not think, going anywhere. But it has been fun to kind of watch him start to like come off of it. He's always gonna be the GOAT. I will give him that. Like that stretch of 20 years where he just dominated 
you know, he, he was incredible. As much as I despise him, he's, he was incredible, but it's made it even more sweet to like watch that fall off, you know, and I'll tell you my favorite game of the season that I've been in this year was the Patriots game because every single thing that Josh Allen did those Patriots fans were just like having absolute meltdowns around me. It was like <laughs> in a way. It was like I felt like it was therapy. <laughs> Reverse rule. Bye, Tabanil. Yeah. I miss you. <laughs> he must love so Tabanil. Like, I live in Tampa. I can't listen to this. I'm out. <laughs> you made him start crying. Christian. <laughs> that is a first poor Tabanil. He just started bawling when, when you mentioned Tom Brady's name. And the yeah. New England fan base. That is crazy. That's why he moved to Tampa. That's why his name is Tampa Neal. He lives right. in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> Reversed roles. And you should have been like, yeah, now we know how we fell for 20 years. Yeah. It was, you know, my uh, don't say Patriots. Don't say Patriots. Yeah. You good, Neil? Yeah, I'm good now. Okay. <laughs> we have some tissues for you. I've got, I got this five yard penalty. There's no crying on podcasting, Neil. Well, yeah, that was by far the best game. I mean, not the best game, but fun game. Personally. Like it was like you said, it was like therapy. There was one point where Josh did that 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 hurdle. It was maybe I don't know. I think it was like the twenty yard line. Anyways, it was on. I was in the end zone for that one too, and um. It was right in front of us. The one where he like went to go do him, didn't complete the hurdle, but there was like three defenders grabbing his leg while he was up in the air, that one. There was a Patriots fan behind me that had been like, he was talking shit the whole game, the whole game, just chirping behind us about how Josh Allen sucks. And like, you know, <laughs> Freeman wide right and Tyler Bass is like missing that first, you know, whatever. Of course. Of course, as soon as Josh does that, I just turned around and I didn't say a word. I just looked him dead in the eyes and I just oh. stared at him. And it oh. was like his jaw, his jaw was on the floor and I just kind of giggled. <laughs> and I just kind of giggled and I turned back around to the field and like a, maybe like a second and a half went by. And then the guy just screams like frustrated at the top of his lungs and his stupid Boston accent, you know? He's like, Josh Allen is a nightmare! <laughs> <laughs> oh my, imagine if you like, you, you hit your phone, hit record button, ask one of your friends, hey, just trust me, just record this guy talking shit. Now wait, 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 wait for it. Let that play, record that play. Now show his face, show his sure. face. And you just sit, you just turn back and going, hold on. <laughs> Drop my awesome. leave the stadium. You just won the day. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. And I, you know, it was like I was like the Grinch. It was like my heart grew three times bigger that moment. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's that was so great. Dave goes, gotta love those history majors, aka Patriots fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's funny because most Patriots fans that are Patriots fans today don't remember how bad the Patriots used to be. Right. Like, yeah. They were fucking horrible when it was, when it was the bills in Miami owning that division in the eighties and nineties, the Patriots were God awful. It was great. Pre drew Bledsoe. Then drew Bledsoe yeah. changed their franchise and they they're like, God, we don't need you. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Bledsoe. They, you can't say that. In a Boston accent. Cool. You can say Tam in a Boston accent down by the bar in the Habba. Bad. <laughs> So annoying. <laughs> it is so annoying. I know. That's I'll never my wish my injury on anybody. My sister had to move to Boston because she works for Wegmans out there. So mm. she has to deal with that shit every single day. No. Nope. <laughs> it's all here. Like, oh, man. <laughs> so annoying. I'd find a new job. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> we we did a poll recently, Kristen, on uh, our most annoying fan bases that we dislike. Mm -hmm. Um if you can name your top five, who are they? The fan bases of teams, of other teams. Patriots, number one. Mm. Miami, number two. <clears throat> yeah, you got to say why, though. You got to say why. Mm. Um, Patriots, because they just slam it in your face all the time um, for those 20 years. 
And it was like, and now they pretend like they didn't, you know, it's now that they're on the other side of the plane. It's like, well, we, we didn't care about you guys when we were, you know, beating the, the, the lights out yet. Yeah, you did. I've got the receipts, you know. Um, Miami fans, number two. Um, to be fair, I have met a couple nice Miami fans, but 95% of them suck. Um, that was the game. I mean, I get tons of like trash DMs and that's why I'm like, I, I miss DMs all the time because I just don't go in. It's like a jungle there, you know? Oh, so, you should like, read them. You should read them. Like, oh my God, can you, can you just go ahead and just read some random ones? That would be fun. That's a fun segment. But we'll, no. <laughs> uh, we'll, that next time. We'll, have, we'll have to do that the next time. Yeah, for sure. Cause yeah. I, I could give you some really funny ones. But um, oh, awesome. I had almost 30 plus from the opposing fan base from Miami dudes, just like, you know, going in on me about like, I'm a fake fan the whole nine. I had one guy from Miami. Sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to digress for a second. I had a dude from Miami, a Miami fan that went into my GM to like talk shit to me after that game. I didn't respond. So he took my name. He found me on Facebook. He sent me a Facebook re- friend request. I didn't, re- I didn't accept it. He called me on Facebook Messenger. Like, how crazy can you be? That's why I'm saying, like, Miami fans are just a little unhinged. We're, we're not so, we're not supposed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you guys can, but, like... No, 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 that, no, that, that is... Oh, no, no, we gotta call the cops on some crazy motherfuckers. Back in my day, we used yeah, to fight. Nowadays, you can't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, um, so they're number two for me. Cowboys are number three because they're still living in the 90s. Who that? Um, I can't deal with that one. Um, number four. I'm going to be honest on this one. And it's like sometimes I want to like them and other times I just can't stand them. I'm going to say Rams, the Rams fans. Because like. Oh, all three of them? That's not fair. Come on. Because they're fake and they don't <laughs> exist. You, know? you, mean, you mean whose house? Bill's house? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Right. So I would say like number four is probably going to be Rams fans. Number five is going to be Eagles fans just because they're nasty. That one is my number one. That's actually all everyone's. It's got to be number one. They are the worst fan base in the world. Just the, I've, I have not, maybe, you know what? I'm sure there are a few good fans I've never heard of, you know, who knows? I've also never seen the tooth fairy in real life, but I still believe in it. So (laughs) Well, that's that's a good that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Tampa Neal, we have to write that one down. Do you remember when you said you hated the Patriots fan base? Well, we just won the Super Bowl. Now it's time to make a billboard of Chris and Kimmick, Bill's Mafia babes with fingers. It's like that. <laughs> like find that. I wish you had a picture of that guy. Just like oh my god. Actually, I do have a picture of him. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, I, I am pretty handy with Photoshop. Even there without like selfie sneaking, you know. <laughs> That's I need to epic. remember the warm fuzzies from that day. I needed like photographic proof because like now I look at his face and it just makes me feel all warm inside. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep this PG-13. We just lost our Disney contract. Damn it. <laughs> well, okay. We lose at least once a week. We do. We do. And then they're like, all right, we, we forgive you guys. <laughs> uh, then I started talking. They're like, oh, no, 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 never mind. Well, maybe next week. <laughs> We'll, we'll try again next week. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Score predictions. Let's get into the score predictions. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with uh, Tampanil this time. Tampanil, we're going to work around the room, get with Chris and Kimmick, Bill's Mafia, Babes, and then we'll go with me, Epic B. Hey, okay, Brian, whatever you want to call me. I'm going to go a little different with my score prediction because uh, last few weeks with my score predictions, I've been way off so i'm gonna go with my score prediction hoping to be way off again i'm gonna go with a 16 to 10 bills win why they're gonna score 10 points on us in this no tabanil explain yourself i i just did <laughs> no no i mean i mean uh, i'm, I'm expecting my prediction to be way the fuck off so i want it to be way the fuck off i i, I mean the bills defense is playing lights out the last few weeks milano is straight out just killing people. He borderline killed Mike White. I well, mean, I don't think we can say killed anymore, Tampanil. Now we're never getting Disney Plus contract. So 
I um, mean, he but yes, did he, pretty he, much he, kill him. He did murder him. I saw the soul <laughs> in his body. <laughs> I think all of Buffalo finish him. That. It was like, bye bye, Mike White. And all, all you hear afterwards is this fatality. <laughs> exactly. I mean, right. yeah, they, they just their defense. Bill's defense is playing absolute lights out. So they're going to shut them down pretty well. Tua historically can't do shit in cold weather. Anything below 50, his rating is less than 60%. So I hmm. think it's going to stick with that. We're talking stats on Breaking Tables podcast? Just oh, a little that's bit. a new one. Just a little bit. So Gina Marie from Buffalo, New York, Bills Beggars. What up, Gina? 27-9. I mean, it's going to be a cold, chilly day, and I think that the offense is finally going to get itself together and put some points up because the defense for Miami – they're allowing a lot of uh, passing yards. They allow a lot last week. They have a lot of injuries in the secondary. So, 100%, 16 to 10, mark it down. Tampa, no, you mark it down because you always have the pen at hand. I do. I, I've already well, written I it down. I look at my desk going, I never have a pen. You, you know I've already got it written down. Correct <laughs> from all my show notes. Miss Kimmick, <laughs> what are your analysis I'm on this one? Drastic. I'm going more drastic than Tampa Neal. I'm going 31-10. Boom! <laughs> Fan base, are we going to go with the 31-10 score? Or are we going to go with the Tampa Neal score of whatever he said? You, you suck. suck! There we go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Pete, what do you got? I'm gonna go in between, folks. I'm gonna go in between. Um, Dolphins. They don't want to get embarrassed. They don't. They lose. The Jets are gonna be in that their position or the prop planes. San Diego Chargers. San Diego Chargers. San Diego Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. I'm like, what the hell? What city are they in now? They're like Carmen San Diego. They have a new city every year. Yeah. Where in the world are the Chargers? <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. That's going to be the promo for this episode. <laughs> Go Bills. Um, now I forgot what I was talking about again. Yeah, yeah. What's your score prediction? Score prediction. <laughs> All right. It's going to be uh, not fair for the Dolphins. Uh, you guys think that you are you know, a good team? Well, you're happy that you beat us. You think you're better than us. You're not better than us, Dolphins. You are not. Your fan base is not better than us. Your community is not better than us. Traffic is definitely not better than the Buffalo traffic. Um, promise you that much. <laughs> so we are just winning on all levels, all faucets. You can't touch this MC Hammer style. And I'll never do that again. But. It's going to be an absolute shutout. This is going to be our first shutout of the year. Yeah. Uh, I do is. not see that the Dolphins coming up. And, you know, we we're talking about pushing all that snow into their side. Well, that's exactly what we're going to do. And then we're going to hire all these kids to make little snow chairs out of them, a snow bleacher. <laughs> and that's, that's where they're going to sit on snow bleachers because we're going to beat you guys. Yes. 35 to zero. 35 Shut out. Five zip. All right. All right. 35 zip. It's happening. Put put that in your book, Tampa Neil. <laughs> you sack. <God>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was epic. Tampa Neil, final thoughts, hey, bro. You you do want to know uh where Miami Dolphins fans do win. And by the way, if you are tailgating near Miami Dolphins fans, beware. They do tend to start vehicles on fire. Oh yeah. That is true. That is true. And steal and steal your your tents. They do so, steal tents too. They steal tents. Oh my god. <laughs> they stole yes. Ryan's last year. Yeah, last oh. year we're we're out there and uh my wife is like, you should put that inside your truck. I'm like, no, leave it open. Nobody's gonna steal it. We come back, everything's gone. I was like, oh, those motherfuckers got me. <laughs> you, know? <That's> <laughs> you, you, you. <laughs> And I never hear the end of it. I, I, you know, like how you looked at that guy, the Patriots fan, you kind of looked at him and didn't say anything. Yeah. I kind of looked at my wife and she's looking, staring at me going, and then? <laughs> yeah. What? So. Um, quickly. Uh, B, do you think uh, Beasley plays this weekend? 
Yes, I do. Chris John Brown, John Brown played a snap, right? BZ yeah. King's gonna play. He's good for three snaps. He had the playbook on the plane. They said they had a condensed version of the playbook on the plane for him, and that it looks like they're trying to smoke screen and say that he's not gonna play. But I read somewhere else from an insider that he is going to. So. Yeah, nice. I think I mean, they're waiting until the morning of to elevate him from the practice squad. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that the plays have changed. I mean, even he said in his little mm-hmm. press conference, the plays didn't really change that much. It's just more of the terminology. So, right. I can't wait. Awesome. I can't wait for him to hit the field. That place is going to go wild. That place is going to go wild. If he scores, wild. When, when he scores a touchdown, that place mm-hmm. is going to blow. Like, there. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. first thing that's gonna come out of everyone's mouth is, "I don't care what happened. I love Beasley." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait for that. Final thoughts, uh, Kristen Kimmick, the founder of Bills Mafia Babes, getting you know just amazing, powerful women together, loving the same thing. Uh, it's I'm so cool that you're on our show. You know, we we are definitely humbled. So appreciate you taking the time and drinking alcohol and sur- uh, cursing with us. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that's good for your brand. Thank you so much for bringing me on. This was a great time. <laughs> where, where can we where can we find you? Where where can we stalk you? Uh, and uh, obviously DMs send you weird DMs. How can we how can we join the cause and donate with uh, with the, each uh, new charity that you you are uh, you and your organization is with each month? Yeah. So a um, couple of different things on that. My personal Twitter handle is at Kimmick86. Bill's Mafia Babes, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and on um, Twitter as at Bill's Mafia Babes. So there's also, in accordance with that, we also have that locked group for the for the women only. Um, and that's in there as Bill's Mafia Babes, and you'll see the little lock on it. But we also do have a Facebook public page to kind of follow along with the charitable work that we do as well. Um, on our pages, there is a link that we have, you know, like a website link on there that goes to our PayPal and that goes directly into the foundation's bank account. So if you're looking to make donations, any donations that go to that PayPal link will then be passed along to the charity that we're working with that month. Um, If you buy any of our merchandise off of 26 shirts, the proceeds of uh, the donation proceeds of that also go to the charity that we're working with that month as well. Any of the projects, any of the tailgates that we throw, all those proceeds always get passed forward. So basically anytime you guys see us doing anything, if you feel like donating, you feel like getting in on it. If we're looking for volunteers, you know, we always make sure that we broadcast that on those platforms. Excellent. That is so cool. That is so cool. We'll have to, we'll have to do like a, like a summer thing where we just have like some sort of summer event up in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get your brand together. Uh, Bill and Buffalo get together mm-hmm. and it's all going to be at Larry Palmy's house. Yeah. That's going to yeah, be absolutely Larry cool. Go see his new bar, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, did they ever tell you the story about how we christened his bar? No. All right, before we'll end on this story, so we're, we're uh, he has a party in the summertime, uh, his grand opening. It was for the uh, Bills Titans Monday night game. And uh, we had the party that Sunday, and uh, they're messing with the kegs. Uh, he, he has a little keg system, very like, like handcrafted wood. I mean, and, and you know, Larry, Larry has he runs a very pristine and clean home, yeah, which is epic. It's epic. It's a lot of you know, a lot, a lot of dedication. And uh, so that's awesome. Uh, and his bar is even awesomer. Even if that's a word where you were going with it. No. And it so these guys awesome. are, they're, these guys are messing with uh, the keg and I'm like, ah, and I'm, you know, drinking all day. Let me figure it out. And I, I, I go this. up, I, I got this stay in the truck and I go up to oh, it. That and was you. That's spread right. all over. Your story. <laughs> I didn't put it together. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, oh guys, we got to turn the pressure on. And it's, <laughs> no, in my defense, it was a pressure gauge. And I'm like, all right, I don't want to go too high. I don't want to like the burst everywhere. So I'm going to yeah. put it right down the middle, like any normally drunk person who's been drinking all day would think, you know. And it goes right to the middle. And they all agreed. Kaprash was right there. I'm like, what do you guys think? Yeah, the middle should be good. So I'm getting like seal approval from other sober people. So I'm like, I got to be right. <laughs> 
and I turned on the faucet. It burst a hole through like his top, a custom metal top, beer shattering everywhere. And my face just drops. He's got a mega. I'm just, I'm, I'm pulling the beer down and beer's gushing everywhere. And I look at Capras, I go, Larry's going to fucking kill me. Go get some blankets, dude. Napkins before Larry comes in. We got to get this cleaned up. Sure enough, Larry walks in. Oh, well, I guess we just christened the bar. <laughs> and he, he walks out. Yeah. He did tell me this story while we were driving back from Detroit after Thanksgiving. Didn't know that was you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did he say? I got to hear what I got to hear the other side. There's always three sides of a story. I mean, he was just telling me about the bar and he was showing me pictures and stuff. And he basically was just like, yeah, he's like, and then I had this guy that told me that he knew how to like, you know, handle these pressure lines and tap the kegs. He goes and um, blew it all over the place in the bar. He goes, but you know what? Bars are supposed to smell like beer. So <laughs> no, no, I never once said I was professional. I just looked at it and guess, guys, it's a pressure rise, a CO2 tank. You got to turn the pressure on, right? <laughs> Well, I'm he, said you with that. he said that you said you knew what you were doing. Clearly, you no. did. Yeah, like fire, <laughs> like fire marshal Bill. If you know anything about me, I'm the most sarcastic person. Like, oh, look what I could do. You know, no. <laughs> See, shame on him for believing me. So. All right. Fantastic. Song. All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and uh, end on that note uh, without getting weird. Uh, Chris and Kimmick, thanks so much for what you do for the fan base uh, and, and the awesome uh, women out there. Um, I hope you had a lot of fun. Uh, do not go anywhere. Um, and folks, if you want to meet her, like I said, just go to go to their uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook. They're everywhere. Uh, and don't be a weirdo. Don't DM. Don't be that guy. All right. Because that's that's like that's some like Jay Sullivan shit, bro. So don't do don't be that guy. Um, Tampa Neal, why don't you go ahead and take us home, brother? Well, yes. Thank you, Chris, for coming on. I uh, can't wait to see this uh, game this weekend. Make sure you guys check us out every Mondays and Thursdays right here on the Built in Buffalo Network. You can get at the live show on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitter. Our Twitter handle is a Bills podcast. Make sure you pull us up, like us, share us, tag a friend, share it with them, and tell them, watch it, because you, you will laugh. Um, if you missed the live show, make sure you pull us up the next day. As you are driving into work, morning show sucks, so pull us up while you're driving. It's only an hour long. We know your drive is probably about that. So pull us up wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whether it is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Pod, um, Google Pod. There's a bunch of pods we're on. So many pods. Pull us up, like us, share us. Tell your aunts, uncles, neighbors, cousins. Don't tell your attorneys. We're in virtual reality. Wouldn't that be crazy? You could hear us and see us same time, different but the same than a video. Live is way more fun, though. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, thank you, Tampa Neal. Thank you, Miss Kimmick. Uh, Bill's Mafia. You know what time it is? You don't got to go home, but it's time to leave this place. <laughs> go, Bills. Don't go anywhere, Kristen. Guys, this is Breaking Tables. We do this funness every night, every Monday to Thursdays, 8 o'clock. Like Campanile said, do not tell your lawyers. Been a lot of fun. Miss Kimmick, you're a legend amongst legends. Thank you for being a guest on the show. We love every one of y'all. We'll see you next week, right? Go Bills. Bills by a billion. Bob! Bye! Ha ha ha!